2: Wild Ones Podcast, episode 14.
1: I'm Francis, this is Jimmy, and we're going to chat about bike stuff. Hello. Hello, Francis, how are you? I'm sad.
3: Why are you sad? Uh,
1: The one chip challenge has been banned or pulled from the shelves. Do
3: you know what that is? Uh, Is it where you have to cut down a tree with one chip with your ax? Mm, No. Was that close?
1: No. Very far away. People who watched Two Bikes, One Wheelchair when we cycled across America... I didn't watch it. Outrageous. (laughs) Uh, the day two, Justin, my friend bought me from a gas station, a thing called a one chip challenge, which is a v- singular, very spicy and very expensive. It's $10 tortilla chip.
3: This sounds familiar now. <laughs> I feel like I've, I feel like I've heard, you've told me something about yeah. this.
1: Yeah. It's made by this company called like Pasque or, pa- well, Emily, if you can find that out, please.
3: Death, death <laughs> It begins
1: chip. with P. Death, death to death, death humans. Chip, chip. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a, it's a singular spicy chip. And the idea of it is the challenge is to eat it without drinking any milk or any water and consuming the whole thing and lasting for as long as possible, I guess. Sounds terrible. Justin bought me this. And the idea behind it, because we were raising money during Two Bikes, One Wheelchair for a fantastic charity called Get Kids Going and give wheelchairs to kids who need them. And... The idea was once we hit a certain donation target, I would eat the chip. However, everybody objected to it in the YouTube comments and they were like, do not eat the chip because that'll be the end of the trip. You'll be sick for two days. So we avoided it and we like delayed it, delayed it, delayed it. We were like, oh, maybe we'll eat it halfway through. Luckily, we then gave it to Rob, who's our friend, uh, Lou Varderman's husband. Texan Rob. Texan Rob. Yep. And he ate it on camera and it was very funny. He didn't die, but... Someone has, in the last few days, uh, a 14-year-old boy ate the chip and afterwards died. Three days afterwards, there might be a link. Maybe the chip caused it. No one knows. Uh, However, all one-chip challenges have been removed from the shelves in America. Wow. So you can't buy them anymore, which is pretty insane. That is. And this thing, it is extremely spicy, but then has anyone... Has this happened to anyone? Has anyone ever died from eating a spicy thing before?
3: Why why are we as humans obsessed with spicy stuff? Things like this. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not just spicy stuff. There's lots of stuff. There's lots of examples where we as an entire society become obsessed with one odd activity. Like the ice bucket challenge and then all of a sudden it's full on like pop culture because like 50 million people have done it.
1: Yeah, but that was that was a good cause. One chip challenge there's no it, there was no winners.
3: I'm telling you for a fact that the majority of the people doing the ice bucket challenge were not doing it because they even knew what the cause was for. It's because it just caught on as a thing. And it's the same with spicy food. Spicy food's a thing. I remember when I used to work in London in an office in a corporate environment, people used to go and do like food challenges because there was loads in like uh, Hoxton Square had a place. I can't remember, maybe like Red Dog Saloon or something like that. Hmm. And they used to do food challenges. And then like a load of the people a handful of people from work would go and do the challenge and then all of them would then be going home ill for the rest of the day
1: it does appeal to me going, despite not having the one chip challenge no go, going not going home ill uh, no not going home ill i i have a i was on ebay yesterday looking to see if there's any one chip challenges eBay. there. rob
3: ebay bought, is a
1: source for food What uh, illegal discontinued food contraband
3: on eBay and that's your source for purchasing.
1: Well, because I thought if they've been banned, then straight away people are gonna put the people who have them are gonna put them on eBay, aren't they, for loads of money.
3: But if spice is the thing that you're after, why not just get a spicy sauce that's actually made in like a, a kitchen and is legitimate but is really hot?
1: Well, that's not it's not the one chip challenge, is it? How often do you get a Vindaloo? Very not often. So why not? But it's not the challenge. What well, is? it is different. It comes that? in a cool. It comes in a cardboard box, and it looks like a coffin shape. What a vindaloo? <laughs> no <laughs> one chip <laughs> challenge. Uh, Rob Vardeman has. Well, I don't. Should I out him on this? Is he is he handling stolen goods? Because well, he bought before he, this news came out. Honestly, the day before, I was on Facetime to him in while he was in America, and he had four one chip challenges, and he was like, oh, "I finally got them because I wanted to." Because when he he did the challenge in my videos, he ate like. 75% of it and then didn't eat the last bit and he was like All right, I, I, I need to go back and eat the whole thing so now he's got one so you asked if,
3: if he's handling stolen goods and then immediately said that he bought them so I'm going to say he's not handling stolen goods well uh, okay he's handling
1: <laughs> now banned I mean is there, has there been a recall do you have to take it back to the shop
3: they're probably just going to advise people to not eat them I would have mm, thought which but is going to make people eat them more possibly yeah well you you've been on eBay trying to buy food outrageous
4: I'm going to add here for any of our British listeners that by chip you actually mean a crisp, don't you? You mean like a tortilla crisp, yeah, rather than like a French fry because it's an American challenge, isn't it?
3: We call it. We still call them tortilla chips here, though. That is true, like a Dorito,
4: but it's not one single soggy chip French fry. (laughs) Do you know when
1: you're when you're in America, it's hard to find the right flavor Dorito because all the colors are different. Also, a Milky Way is a Mars. Oh my goodness! Yes. So what's, you'd buy that bite into it. A Mars is the company that makes is, is the company that makes all of those chocolates. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, right. But what but is a Mars bar? That doesn't exist. No, it does exist. So wait, no, I'm getting that wrong. It's a, a Mars bar is a Milky Way and there isn't a Milky Way. It's one of those where it, someone's going to correct me in the comment section. There's something weird about it. They're sw- Either switch round or one doesn't exist at all. Perhaps a Mars bar doesn't exist in America at all. <laughs> Should we move on? Yes. We haven't talked about bike stuff yet. Uh, Finally, we have more updates about the Zwift Play, which is a controller, which we featured in a video a while back. Zwift kindly sent us one. And it's a controller, two, two controllers, wireless, that you fit to your Zwift setup, so your indoor bike, and you can control Zwift using it. We discovered, after using it, there isn't actually that many things to do with the controller when you're actually inside Zwift at the moment. However... There is going to be. Emily rightly pointed out, you, well, well, how much did you say it was
4: worth? <laughs> I said it was worth £10. Yeah, sorry. It, t- it did nothing. Well, sorry. And
1: bear in mind this retails at the moment, it's like £100 to buy.
4: Yes, and that's an introductory offer while, they, while it doesn't have much functionality, I guess. Okay, so at
1: some point will be more expensive. Um, however, they are now going to be releasing, I think announced today when this podcast drops, uh, they're rolling out a number of gamified races where you're going to be able to use the controllers to steer your avatar over boost pads, cool, which boost you around the track, make you go faster, collect time bonuses, which are deducted from your final time, steer around hazards and other Zwifters, and choose the fastest line around corners. It's a bit like Mario Kart. and means you can win races against stronger riders if you're not strong by being a better gamer.
3: So, so I think there has been a couple I, th- I think there are a couple of versions of this that exist currently but i don't think you can use the controller or something like that but ultimately because I, I actually watched the presentation that zwift did mm-hmm. in the embargo had to sign a thing to say i wasn't going to tell anyone until the 13th uh, i told you guys <gasps> i know um so I think there's a couple of... They've done some stuff with this currently, but this is the point that it's like properly being rolled out and it's works properly with the control pad and everything. I think it's amazing. It actually feels like a computer game.
1: This is... I, I want Zwift to go further down the game
3: route. Well, they're going to like it's not a,
1: it's It's never really been a sim, has it? Because there's always been power-ups and little things that make a difference in the racing. Even your bike makes a very small difference. So you can choose, like, if you unlock the Tron bike or the... There's a a trek Imonda, I think in there, which is the one which is super light. So it does legitimately make you go faster uphill in the game. However, Zwift has been used as like the esports platform, yep. for competition. And I don't know if that's right. And now they're changing, aren't they? But it's more, it's not a sim. It's a game. It's always been a game. I wish it was more like a game.
3: But I think this is all. I think they're been planning this from day one. But my opinion is. What they've achieved up to this point is they've created a legitimate business that exists. Like financially, they are like established. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which now allows them to take some risks. Like if they started from day one with this, legit cyclists, proper like roadie cyclists would just be like, "Well, it's a game. That's not for me." Whereas actually, what they've got is is a core of tens of thousands of people. I don't even know how many people use it. Hundreds of thousands, perhaps.
1: Well, they've done that. They they've done what Hoover have done. If you're doing an indoor session, you're Zwifting an extent
3: what like hoover? i'll do
1: a zwift session who you save hoover instead of vacuum don't you
3: why don't i say vacuum because i'm correct <laughs> you're correct <laughs> yeah only about that so i think they've i think this was always part of the like the the um the rollout is establish yourself as a legitimate training thing, bring in some hardware and then gamify the hell out of it. And I think it's really exciting. I think it will. It has the potential to pull in young people as well. Mm-hmm. People which actually aren't cyclists that go, well, actually I can be active and play some computer games and it doesn't matter if I'm really fit or not because I'm actually mint at controlling my character and therefore I can beat someone that's way fitter than me because I'm a really good digital racer. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it. Me I'm too. I'm looking forward to racing you and kicking your ass. Uh, would that happen? Well, going I know to you've happen. been
1: practicing your games. We Both me and Jimmy, uh, for the listeners at home, have been playing Starfield, a New Bethesda. Your first ever Bethesda game that you've is, played yeah. is extremely good. Game set in space where you shoot people.
3: I've done 200 hours and, and thus far yeah. <laughs> I've picked my hair color. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's intense. Exactly. Just the character creator takes hours. It does. It's bonkers. There's not enough of that in the Zwift that my complaint, like if I as a person who's played lots of video games in the past.
3: Can I just say though, you strike me as the kind of person that if you could be plugged into a computer game with like <laughs> IVs in your arm, food going through, like Matrix style, you'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Which is why I think you want Zwift to be full on RPG. I'm plugged in because you're at heart a bike racer and you're like, well, it's a computer game and a bike racer, plug me in. That's, that's where I want to be.
1: Apple vision pro. Yep. You heard it here first. That's what we'll be wearing on Zwift next. Imagine how sweaty you'll get though.
3: Why Why are you going to be wearing that?
1: So you can see stuff. And look around. Yeah. See all the people next to you. What I want to see next to me in Zwift is like, I want to log in and it'd be like Mad Max. I want people on giant like tricycles with flames coming off and guns and uh, Mario Kart, a guy basically. on a penny farthing and a guy riding a d- dinosaur. Mm. Why is there not that? Like the most exciting thing is a, is a Tron bike, which isn't officially the Tron bike. It's just like a, it's like a bike with lights in its wheels. Yeah. Where else exciting is there really? It's just all too tame. Uh, Add some more crazy stuff.
3: I am really excited. I hope they watch this, listen to this, whatever, whatever medium they want, because as much as I love disagreeing with you and believe me, I do that is honestly the most spectacular thing you've probably ever said. Thank you. Uh, it would, it, you just would, wouldn't you? You'd be like, oh, I'm going to go and work on my... my
1: Zwift, you are free to steal my trike. ideas. Just 100%. <laughs> I want a bike. I want like 10 bikes stacked on top of each other. Mm. I want to log in as a newbie and it will look like you. you, you so uh, if anyone's ever played the game RuneScape, the, the, this default man that you start with looks exactly like Jimmy and it's just like a bald man with a beard. In a green, I might buy you the clothes. Yeah, I'm cool, gonna buy clothes. you the clothes yeah, so you yeah, wear it I'm, in a podcast. And, and they're gonna go to waste then, aren't no, they? No, they're gonna be worn in a podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah, please. It would look please. so good. I'll get you nice please, ones. Jimmy. Please, <laughs> It's so good. You go. You could like go to Halloween parties as that man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. You do an axe. You chop stuff. Where was I going with this? Nowhere. I want to <laughs> log in as a newbie on Zwift with rubbish kit, like rubbish bike. Boring clothes, normal helmet, whatever. And I want to see the people around me at like level 100 and they're riding the coolest stuff. And I'm like, that's what I want to achieve. And I'm inspired to ride really, really far and get the higher levels and unlock the stuff. That's what it should be. That's why World of Warcraft is like, oh, look, look at that. You, know, you log in and you're rubbish. And then you see the people around you and you want to get to that level. Zwift mm-hmm. doesn't do that at the moment. No. Okay, I, You get a little bit, the Tron bike's like, oh, it's a Tron bike. That's so quite cool. But that's it.
3: It's not, though, is it? Never am I doing anything with Zwift and thinking like, oh, there's an incentive to level up. No. Never. The incentives aren't quite there. The only incentive currently is if I do this, it might mean that I do one or two extra indoor bike trainers and therefore it makes me a bit healthier Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. real world. I don't care about the real world. (laughs) I just want the game up. (laughs) Game things. (laughs) Unlockables. So, yeah,
1: I think we're both in agreement. We will... Try it out. Definitely, hundred mm-hmm. percent. So they're also changing the racing. They're bringing in, they're bringing in a new type of race category or categorization. The players will get what's called a racing score. This new racing score will include your racing skill as well as your power, because historically it was watts per kilo. Yep. Races are split into what watts per kilo you can do. Is it your FTP or like you choose? And then if you do too well in some of them, they bump you down. Not really sure. No, I've, done, done a, a, I, I don't, I've never really done that much. I've done a couple racing.
3: of, I've done a couple of races, and I always just put myself on the bottom because I'm unfit. Yeah, so it was easy for me to do that. Easy
1: to choose. Yeah. Um, so I think it's watts per kilo at the moment, but they're changing that to be a bit more involved. It updates after every race and becomes more accurate with more results. Makes sense. Zwift says it rewards Zwifters who take their time to master racecraft. You'll be able to unlock and enter different races based on racing score racing score is not an outright replacement for pace group categories and it's launching in november so not far away
3: i I, again this feels like it's part of the whole gamification of zwift Mm -hmm. because this kind of plays into the previous bit which is where you can get power-ups and speed boosts and all of that do you think
1: do you think the um old racing will still be there because this sounds like you're going to need the controller to to steer and do all the stuff so, people who haven't got the controller will still have to do the old style of racing, no?
3: I think my gut is that traditional style of racing will be there for now, and I think that over the next couple of years, it's gonna, it, controllers are going to become normal, and there'll probably be a point where every turbo has a controller has with some it, sort of control, which is just like a Bluetooth controller. I wouldn't be surprised. I guess if you can. Use, on well,
1: at the moment, to do the, you can do everything. That the controller does with the app, but badly. Like, it's not nice, is it? Using your phone is, a, is annoying. Yeah. So maybe people will be forced to do that.
3: I think this is the start of a big shift in how people train indoors. Mm. And there's always going to be an option for someone that just wants to, like, bog, like, I'm a roadie, I just want to watch myself go up a climb whilst I'm doing my winter session so that when it comes the next spring, I'm in good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I don't really, personally, I don't really care about that. What I want to do is- But
1: have, you have said in the past that you, w- it, having that avatar there versus nothing at all and just sitting on a turbo in the, in the quiet, well not in the quiet, with the music on. You like having the avatar there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's motivation, absolutely. there's something about it. It's just better.
3: But this, where this is going makes me want to do it. And the getting fit a bit is just a, uh, like a, a bonus. This just looks this this sounds like fun to me. Yeah. And it plays into my like competitive nature of like well if this is a a racing score based on um, your race craft as they put it then I'm like well you know that's me. I'm a legend. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Smash it. And then and then you're then going to get really annoyed when all of a sudden you see that I've got like one of the top race crafts in the world and you're like what he's not even fit. I'm like I've
1: got the skills mate. It's not speed that wins races. Oh, sorry. It's not power that wins races. It's speed. Skills. Skills. Man, skills. Um, Moving on to some awesome news. Uh, we have a friend called Zeb who races bikes. He used to be on Team Ribble. That's where he was in my videos in the Ribble kit. He now rides for St. Piran here in the UK. Wow. And he comes from the Northeast. Used to live in Newcastle here. Now lives in the South in London. And he came sixth in the GC at the Tour of Britain.
3: I think this needs to be explained why it's so significant. It's significant. (laughs) Say that word. Bleep that out. Bleep that out. Jesus. Christ. It's significant. I can't say it now. Significant. (laughs) Just stop stop it. Just stop it. Okay. It's a big deal. Why? Oh, Jesus.
1: I've lost it. Basically... (laughs) Zeb is on a, a domestic British team with a limited race calendar, limited funding. Uh, obviously, he's extremely talented, but he hasn't been exposed to the races that most of the riders in the Tour of Britain have been. This is all World Tour teams. He's racing against Wout van Aert. So, yeah, he's he's w- racing against Jumbo Visma, Team Ineos, the best in the world.
3: Wout van Aert literally won. is the
1: best rider in the world. Like, And... He, yeah, he, Walt van Art won, and Zeb was like twenty-three seconds down. It's
3: unreal, isn't it?
1: It's bonkers. Um, so, just fair play. That goes to show how hard Zeb has trained to to get to that level and to be able to race at that level without having all the experience in the races in the in the months before. You know, because all season these World Tour guys are racing big deal events where you're getting used to the style of racing and how it works, and this is.
3: Well, impressive. He's he's quite young, Zeb, isn't he? Uh, He'd be like, yeah, he's younger than me. Yeah, early mid twenties kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's going to get picked up now. I would hope so, because I, I guess that's the point of mm-hmm. that team, isn't it? It's like it's as high as you can get. I'm guessing he's hundred percent like
1: he has the power to be a pro. There's no question about it. And perhaps in the past, it's like oh, has getting that racecraft is is the hard is really hard for people. Like you, that's why people go to Belgium the racing is so fast and so intense and you learn how to ride in a bunch and it's all just it's a different level to what it is in the uk and the fact he's been able to do this is that that's the impressive bit and it's proved he now has both both of those skills both of those th- things proven
3: is he a pro would he be classed as a pro is this uh, like a full-time job on a salary
1: he was working for wahoo before wahoo
3: wahoo yeah <laughs> oh now you understand me um
1: he was working on the side yeah he's been working on the side right. Yeah. Amazing. I don't know what he's doing right now and perhaps he goes you like uh, like a lot of elite riders in the UK you'll do a bit of work here and there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just I mean he was working full time for Wahoo but then you go through periods of like oh I'm going to focus on racing just for this couple of months and you make it work. Um but certainly he's racing against guys who are doing it as a job properly. So what that it has massive potential to then you know when he is focusing on only that full time and has a race calendar and a couple more years under his belt well done zeb well done zeb see you soon
3: doing it for the northeast mm-hmm. hey, hey, hey. i don't know why i did that
1: <laughs> so we chatted about speed limits uh for cyclists last week and well i was fine people disagreed with you in the comments a lot you disagreed look at with you as well no they didn't
3: you you've got selective reading you know like old, old old, men that like choose what they listen to or what they hear from their wife and their family. You've got the same with reading the comments. Reading the comments, yeah. yeah. As many disagreed with you as they did me.
1: You reckon? Yes. I reckon if you count it up, no. Anyway, Wales, you know about that place, you've been there. Wales, yes. It's about to change the speed limit on all of its 30 mile an hour roads to 20 mile an hour.
3: I think this is amazing. Yeah,
1: all the people in charge of Wales, not Wales itself. Wales is not a sentient thinking hive mind. (laughs) The Welsh government says it will make streets safer for playing, walking and cycling, encourage more people to make more sustainable travel choices, reduce noise pollution and promote cleaner air. A recent public health study estimated that the 20 mile an hour default speed limit could result in 40% fewer collisions, saving six to 10 lives every year, and avoiding 1,200 to 2,000 people being injured every year.
3: I think this is amazing. Yeah, me too. Wales is the best country in the world. <laughs>
1: Funny. Hmm. I mean, p- p- maybe true. I haven't spent enough time there. When I was there, it was raining.
3: They wouldn't want you there. No. Nah. You're too English. No,
1: they did. They, they all looked at me. They gave me evils, but yeah. they looked at you and they went.
3: They yeah, didn't. Mate. They looked at me and were like, he's definitely English. <laughs>
1: I was like, no, 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 I'm from Cardiff. They don't believe Cardiff. you anymore. Yep. They don't believe you. You can't even say the longest place name in the world.
3: I said it on video. What do you mean? Go on say it then. This isn't this. No. Oh, mm. I've already done it. Jimmy,
4: weren't you telling me that when you were listening to this on the radio, there was like local business owners ringing up saying like they weren't going to be able to do their work properly
3: because Yeah, it was it was um like a boiler installer, gas man kind of person, and he was suggesting that if it's a 20-mile-an-hour speed limit, he's going he isn't going to be able to get to as many um services in a day and therefore he's going to lose money and that seems bonkers to me like surely it doesn't actually make that much difference to how much you get get around
1: no the difference between 20 mile an hour 30 mile an hour in time getting to your destination is like it's not a big deal it's not a big difference and if you're getting the the roads around like outside of towns outside of cities are still fast the like feedback from drivers Has mainly been that they find it annoying and local business owners will say it impacts their trade. It's supposed to be annoying. It's supposed to stop people from being in cars, Mm -hmm. surely. Like the more annoying it is, the better. Yeah. So people give up trying to use their cars for stupid short journeys and then they ride a bike instead or use public transport instead, which will have to get better as a result of this.
3: But if there's less less vehicles on
1: the road, then it it makes the people who have to use it better. Yeah. It's like the Richmond park thing, like no no cars in there, better for the, the argument of, so Richmond park, big park in London. And we always have this like ongoing battle with the, the powers that be about removing cars from the park. And everyone's like, oh yeah, well, how, how's like, how are uh, people with a disabled badge gonna get in? And um, it's like, those are the people that need there not to be cars in there so they can actually get to the park. Like my mate, Justin, wheelchair user, can't get to the park because it's just full of cars, and the roads outside are full of chocolate box cars. Mm-hmm. If all those people weren't using cars, they were using public transport. The people who legitimately need cars will then be able to use the
3: facilities. Yep. Slow your life down, everyone. Obviously, enjoy it. Mm. It would be nice. To be honest, I would. I am. I would back, and this will annoy a lot of people. I would back <laughs> reducing sixty to forty and seventy to fifty. Yeah. Because that would make such a difference to how safe it is out on the road. Mm-hmm.
4: Jimmy, do you remember mm-hmm. when we were on holiday in Scotland? They were trying out um, on a lot of the motorways reducing it from 70 to 50, and it was actually an emissions thing. Yeah. Because obviously, the slower you go in a petrol or diesel vehicle, yeah, yeah, the yeah, less emissions yeah. you use. And That's It was a sweet
3: spot, isn't it? It was very annoying, but I still back it.
4: Although we said we have an electric car, so we should be allowed to go 70 still. That
3: is a great, I, I really like that. That is a good theory. So actually make the speed limit slower mm. for combustion engines. And then there's even more incentive to get an electric car.
1: Is there, a, is there much like... Re- I get the technology's getting better and like brilliant. That's going to solve lots of problems. But in the meantime, like it's still better off you're just using it, but is it. Is it worth penalizing people who have a petrol car and can't afford to switch to an electric car?
3: Well, it depends how you're penalising them. If it just means that you have to go slow, that's that's not much of a penalty. If if you tax people financially really hard, then that is a bit unfair. Mm -hmm.
4: Which is happening, by the way. Tax on petrol and diesel vehicles has gone up massively.
1: Well, not only that, there will be petrol costs will go up because it's being subsidised so heavily to start with. And a lot of people don't realise how much it's being subsidised. Really, it's just going back to how much it would actually cost or closer to how much it would actually cost. So that will be a shock for people. And over time, that will be the thing that makes people go, ah oh, I just give up, you know, the, the petrol cars will just become... James, who has a Jag and wants to drive it at the weekend, will still be allowed to have it and use it, but it'll be so expensive. It's a luxury. It's a luxury and you just do it at the people. weekend, yeah.
3: I have to say, I don't think that electric cars are necessarily the answer. mm I do think that public transport, walking, cycling, e-bikes, or maybe not even e-bikes, but like cargo bikes, that, that, is, that is the dream. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Even cargo in the Northeast. Bike. Even though we live in a hideously hilly area of the country, the only reason I don't ride here every single time is because it's not safe a lot of the time. Yeah. If I do it in rush hour... I would have to end up going a route that was about 40 miles rather than 15 miles to avoid all of the roads that would just be dangerous for me to ride on. Yeah, they're fast, aren't they? And it's it's sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm.
1: Particularly in between our two houses, the roads are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You ride them for five minutes. You're like, this is amazing. And then you get a couple of cars and you're like, oh, this is dangerous. Yeah. it's. I like what you said to me the other day. We were in the car and you were like, it's... It's less. You're less likely to have an accident up here versus London, but the severity, severity mm. of the accident would be higher. Yeah, if you did get hit, it's, it's going to be a fast car around the blind a corner and something bad. Yeah, no, it's going to be uh, a hospital visit rather than a. Oh, I fell off at five mile an hour. Yeah, um, so it is what it is. I like this. Is why I ride off road so much? Well, that's the my thing. route to
3: work's brilliant. I get to. I,
1: yeah, you, yours is you, good. Yeah, it's really good really good i can do 90 percent off-road yeah and it doesn't slow me down it's not really slower
3: whereas for me to go off-road i would have to go to concerts. that's really long the other direction which is it's kind of tempting because that's that is a it's a canny ride that
2: canny ride (laughs) hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
0: It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: You know what else is a canny ride? No, tell me. A little video that I saw online of Jake Paul having a canny ride. Yeah. Yeah. Jake Paul, uh, YouTube... Sensation.
4: How would you describe... <laughs> Annoyance. I'd, I,
1: So I knew who Jake Paul was, a bit. I knew who Logan Paul was. Big time YouTuber. Um, I've met his editor at a YouTube party before. And this is when he was like first And That's kind of when I switched on to it. And I was like, oh, like this guy has an editor who edits his videos. And he was doing a vlog series. Logan Paul's been in trouble for lots of stuff since, but it still seems to be going strong. His brother uh, was also had a YouTube channel. They've been um, battling to you can get the biggest YouTube channel and be huge entertainers. And they both started boxing. Jake Paul then had a Netflix documentary made on him recently, which is where I properly discovered who he was. And it was actually a really good documentary whether or not you like him it was it was fascinating Mm -hmm. really well made i watched in two nights i watched like the cav documentary and the jake paul documentary and as much as i love the cav one jake paul one was like they they know how to make an interesting show it really was good um jake paul was spotted in full lycra on a team jumbo visma black and yellow cervello it's like a team one uh he had a jumbo visma helmet and a pair of oakleys on (laughs) it's just a shock. I was... I did the double take. I was like, surely not. Surely it's not Jake Paul. It's not quite as random when you realise that his girlfriend is a professional speed skater for the Yumbo visma team.
3: Presumably the Yumbo visma Jumbo. the The Yumbo visma skating team, not the cycling team as a skater.
1: Yes. She's a pro speed skater, but they are given, like, the team, oh, the, the, the kit. kit yeah, kit so like, I think, well, obviously, you can't always be skating so doing other ki- ty- kinds of cardio is good, which I assume is the reason Jake was doing it because mm-hmm. he's you know, he's doing big boxing matches against some serious, what would you, opponents? I was going to say foes. Also appropriate. <laughs> His podcast brain, this is what I call it. Weird stuff pops into my head like foes. Why would I use the word foes? Well, it is correct. It's correct, yeah. I just start speaking in really strange ways. Uh, they obviously the boxers all boxers have to do cardio isn't skipping one of the popular things
3: well that's, that's for footwork
1: ah is that what that is mm, it's
3: warm up and footwork warms yeah. your shoulders up warms your legs up but you also practice footwork yeah
1: you would you do, so you you've done some sort of boxing thai boxing no
3: well, i've done boxing and Muay Thai.
1: what was the training like how much cardio do you have to do
3: um well it's kind of all cardio to be honest
1: because you're running all over the, you're running in a in a ring. But nah, it's all...
3: well, you're not in the ring. It's 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 stepping. I would be it's running. All, yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> a lot of the cardio is like muscular endurance. So, like, you'll do you'll you'll train to be able to like exhaust your muscles more than a, a, a round lasts. So everything's mm-hmm. done in rounds. Um, but you would do cardio for two reasons. One for cutting weight if you're fighting, which normal people don't need to do. But pros do because they want to get as lo- as light as possible so they'll do lots of like
1: is that what be- because of performance or do they want to get light to be in the lower weight category?
3: It's not for it's the opposite of performance it ruins them. it's to be in a lower category it's essentially to be the most muscular you possibly can be at the the lowest weight so you're just double R'd in your weight when they actually come to fight they're like 10 kilos heavier.
4: I have a question for Francis um jake paul notoriously likes to challenge other youtubers to stuff would you challenge him to a bike
0: race now, uh, now as a cyclist
1: i challenge i officially challenge jake paul to a bike race and a boxing match
3: to be honest knowing how much bike riding you've done over the last couple of years and at what intensity that's been i
1: cycled across america
3: I think he could potentially be <laughs> in a bike race. If it was a short bike race, I bet his cardio is phenomenal. Uh, We'll see how long it takes to prepare. And how, how flat the bike race is. And additionally, he's 20 kilos heavier than you. Yeah, cool. This is why it'll be good. You're already invested in this. He is going to kick your ass at least once. Cool. And probably twice. Fine. But Francis Fine is me. just
4: going to run around the ring and keep away from him. Yeah, exactly. He only has to get one punch and then he's won. Yeah, but Jay he's going
3: to be, exlo- be explosive. Francis is not going to have the stamina for that.
1: Oh, he's taller than I thought.
3: Was he six foot?
1: He's over six foot.
3: He's massive. Yeah, and he's gonna—he's—he probably walks around at like one meter 90, eighty-five. I bet he walks around at like 90, 95 kilos, and then fights at about 80, 85.
1: He's six-one. You're dead. Yeah, I'm dead.
3: What I can what I can say is he definitely wouldn't take the fight because it wouldn't be in his interest. You hmm. <laughs> might take the race though. I'd love to do
1: a ride with him. I want to see how much
3: like—is he
1: really like the person you see in Netflix?
3: Well, he's not going to let you know that, though. Nah. Because it, it'll spoil his brand. Mm. I, I think it is a brand. I think he's playing a character. Do you? And, and I think at that level, you kind of have to, to be honest. He's, it, well, he's uh, worked out a method. It's always going to be a it.
1: version of yourself that you're happy people seeing. You're never going to...
3: Um, well, I, I guess it might not even be about happy people seeing, but it might be makes lots of money. Mm. You know, if, if, you could, if you could create a version of yourself that you don't particularly like, but generates you 100 million pounds... <laughs> I reckon you'd go for it. I wouldn't, because I'm not that kind of person. Nah, you. no, I don't. I don't think I would. <laughs> I'd
1: rather people not know who I am. You're
3: in the wrong That's industry. Right? Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> this is what
3: we're doing now. So, All right, question for me from Emily.
4: Oh yeah, question for Jimmy. Would you rather challenge him to a bike race or a fight? I don't think you guys realize, like, he
0: he goes for we, this stuff. I no, like, I, exactly.
3: no. We,
1: we we both be there. would Be zero chance of even surviving the fight. Yeah. <laughs> well, we would survive but be in in big trouble but the bike race i think you would definitely lose sorry
3: um whereas
1: i i would be fine
3: i would i'll smash him in a bike race you you wouldn't i would. i would rather fight him than bike race him
4: so we've diverged a little bit here but on the topic of celebrity cyclists for this week's big question i actually have a quiz for you both can you guess which of these other celebrities are secret cyclists
3: i love it Mm-hmm. This is my kind of game.
4: so I'm going to read out um two names. you've got option 50 50. one is a celebrity cyclist and the other is not. You have to guess which one
3: is okay. the real cyclist.
4: Okay, so number one is Elijah Wood or Orlando Bloom.
3: Orlando I, Bloom I know this one yeah he he rides a fesca with a
1: small dog not always, I hope, but sometimes with a very small dog I've seen a photo of him and it's a very sweet little fluffy brown dog that he has in I don't know how he carries it.
3: Why are you pointing to your chest?
1: That's where the dog is.
3: On his chest? Yeah. You sure that's not an action camera? No, honestly. There's a big fluff on it.
1: Nope. There's a dog. Little sweet dog face. Orlando
3: Bloom.
4: Hey. Correct. It is Orlando Bloom. 1 1. Yeah, he rides a Fesca. And apparently, also, well, I've seen on Instagram, he also has an S Works MTB. So, big cyclist. Okay. Number two, Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill?
1: Harrison
3: Ford. I've seen him here on a ride, Whitley Bay. Cycling yes. kit. Yes, oh yes, you're right. Spoiler this. Yeah, I'm going to go with that as well. So I get a point <laughs> as well. Then, yeah, there, there was. Yeah, I remember there was a thing about him riding here, wasn't there? Yep. Yep.
4: There was indeed. So he is 79 years old and apparently does 40 miles every single day. He was riding a red Colnago around Newcastle City Centre and up in Northumberland while he was filming um, Indiana Jones here a couple of years ago.
3: Yep. Mark Hamill doesn't need a bike though, does he? He just uses
1: the force. force. Mm-hmm. Where's Han Solo? No force. Was he force sensitive at all? No, he wasn't. He's was just a space pirate. Yeah. Fair enough.
4: Okay. Um, number three, Gordon Ramsay or Jamie Oliver?
3: Gordon I, Ramsay. I know this one as well. It's Gordon Ramsay. I've worked on his bike. He came to the bike shop. Oh, you always... You yeah. Dropped, you, every, Fitted a chain
1: and some new wheels, some zips. You dropped
3: that in. is fire
1: crests. 2009, probably. Not that no, anyone's counting. He's a really nice guy.
4: Yes, correct. Chef Gordon is a triathlete who competes in multiple Ironman triathlons. Number four, Usher or 50 Cent?
3: Oh, I'm going to go with Usher. 50 Cent looks like he would ride like a beach cruiser rather than like a, a racy bike. So I reckon Usher keep, keeps himself in shape. Maybe even does triathlons.
1: I have no idea. Uh, I'll say 50 Cent because it's not your answer.
4: The correct answer is Usher. Well done, Jimmy. Yeah, he has been spotted cycling a number of times. He has a sort of like fixie town bike and he also has like an MTB for like fitness. Although I would say, Jimmy, if 50 Cent is riding a beach cruiser, that would still technically make him a cyclist. We don't discriminate. Well,
3: yeah, I know, but I w- it was more of like if I was to imagine him on a bike, it would be that. But I don't think I could imagine him on a bike at all.
4: The next one is Courtney Cox or Jennifer Aniston, Monica from Friends or Rachel from Friends?
3: Um i think uh jennifer aniston is a is is more likely to be into fitness and i'm gonna say jennifer aniston
1: but also jennifer aniston
4: the correct answer is jennifer aniston so she is into bikes and before becoming famous she even took a job as a bike messenger in new york for a day when the rider didn't show up for work she said it was horrible but she can ride a bike
3: nice i wish that we could get some airtime with some of these people. Oh, can you oh, imagine? It's so much fun.
4: Number six is Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg. And the reason I put them together is because sometimes I think they're the same person. They uh, do look <laughs> the
3: same. Mark Wahlberg is massively into fitness. He is famous or infamous even for getting up at something like three in the morning. Mean, every mean Marky single Mark? Week. Yeah, Marky. Well, that like, is is the same person. Yeah. Um, at Like three in the morning and does, does like two hours of gym and loads of other stuff. Does he ride a bike though? I'm gonna go with Matt Damon.
1: I'm gonna say Mark Wahlberg, you've convinced me, but I don't don't know the answer.
4: Some tactics from Jimmy there. It's Matt Damon, Jimmy is correct. Oh God, Um, I'm great at this game. He uh, raced the 68 mile Cape Argus cycle tour in South Africa on a tandem bike with his brother, Kyle.
1: Oh, I love
3: it. I love
4: it. I've done
1: that, Cape Argus. Well, it's not, it's called the Cape Town cycle tour now. The Argus is, it was like a sponsor. Right, which and I don't, they're not sponsored by them anymore. It's the Hoover thing. Everyone calls it the Cape Argus. So they're getting all free marketing, despite the sponsor not being involved anymore. Well, there you go.
4: Nice yeah. Num- m- number seven: America Ferrera or Margot Robbie? And the, for those you don't know, they're both in the new Barbie movie.
3: Uh, I, know I get the vibe that Margot Robbie doesn't do a whole lot of exercise, and I don't know who the other person is, so I'm going with that.
4: You're going for Margot Robbie?
3: No, no, the other one, America Ferrera. Uh, I'm
1: going to agree
4: she's with Ugly Jimmy because he's well. so
1: good at this but I don't know I I don't know who America Ferreira is
4: okay I do Ugly Betty oh she's an actor yeah
3: yeah. I know who that is I reckon she rides a bike yeah
4: yeah you are correct it is I'm America so Ferreira uh, she completed her first triathlon in 2016 and has since done a few more amazing good mm-hmm. for her next one JLo or Beyonce uh, and if you say you don't know who they are we're going to have words <laughs>
3: Oh, they're they're. I, both I think they're are. both into fitness. I think I feel like I've seen Beyonce on a bike. Me too. But it, but I feel like it was like a no, just like a, a, a town or bike, yeah. yeah, a town bike. I imagine JLo's like properly into fitness though. So I'm gonna go. Maybe they both ride bikes, but is actually like a a triathlete or a roadie or something.
1: Mm, I'm gonna go Beyonce. Okay. What's the criteria?
3: Where's Lycra? I don't know, and the answer is so.
4: So the answer that I had was JLo. Lo, um, and I just put Beyonce in because she's another singer. But actually, I've just googled she it, does and write, she yeah. does also ride bikes. So the correct answer is both. Oh, so we both, both, Everyone's both win. Everyone's a winner. Everyone. Pretty sure is I said that,
3: so I get two points.
4: <laughs> the next one is Jared Leto, 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 or Matthew McConaughey.
3: Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey definitely does triathlons. That's speculation, but I'm confident. Jared Leto, I reckon he just because he he's a busy guy. He's you know top level film star. He's in a band. He's got to keep they still himself going? in shape.
1: Thirty seconds to Mars,
3: probably. Mm. Um, he keeps himself in shape. I think he doesn't have the time to also like regularly ride bikes or do triathlons. I think he just hits the gym.
1: I am going to say Matthew McConaughey as well. I think he's more likely. He's more. Uh, he's in good shape.
3: He is. Yeah. He's well, they're both shape. in good shape. Yeah but he, he, I feel I get Jared like Later does weird often.
1: stuff doesn't he he like get, fluctuates in weight and he's like a method he's like uh, who's the other guy Christian Bale he's that kind of dude isn't he he commits to the role in mad ways but then so whereas it's, Matthew McConaughey so... always looks healthy and the same oh no wait no he, exactly. he, he, that's completely wrong isn't mm-hmm. it he got so skinny for the um, Dallas Buyers Club Dallas
3: Buyers Club which, which they were in together which which the, oh! that's the
4: link all of these have a link <laughs> oh, it's
3: just, Emily's great quiz master yeah yeah I'm going with McCon. McCona- McC- I can't say his name.
1: Maybe he did loads of cycling to get Matthew. skinny for that role.
3: Matthew McConaughey.
1: I'm going Matthew McConaughey.
4: Correct, it is Matthew McConaughey. He does triathlon, correct, Jimmy? And he also has been seen riding with Lance Armstrong. I'm guessing because they're both from Texas,
3: maybe? Oh, yeah, of course, mm. yeah.
0: Speculation.
4: Next one, Madonna or Ma- Mariah Carey?
3: Ooh, uh, Madonna, 100%. There's no way Mariah Carey does anything other than sits in the sun. I agree. Correct. Madonna.
4: It is Madonna. She rides a Cannondale. Um, next one. <laughs> like,
3: you've got, oh, she rides a
1: Cannondale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel sorry for her in her creaky bottom bracket.
3: <laughs> <can't> say that. <laughs> next.
4: next one. Two legends of the football world. Alan Shearer or Ian Wright?
3: Uh, I know this one.
4: Because I accidentally screamed it out last night when I was preparing these.
3: But I did, I did know that. I, I already knew that as well. So Alan Shearer I know that as well It is Alan Shearer
1: I think Alan Shearer also got done by Recycling Mikey Did he? Yeah Wasn't he one of the celebrities who was caught using his phone?
3: Mm, no I don't think so
1: Different footballer
3: oh, who, 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 I can't remember which one it, it was I don't think Ian it was, was Alan Shearer yeah. It might be Ian Wright
1: <laughs> Nah Ian Wright seems like a nice guy He seems like a
4: really nice guy I used to work at the same organisation as Ian Wright and he is a lovely man Is he? Very nice mm. Yes Uh, You're correct. It is Alan Shearer. I can't see anything about him being done by Cyclone Mikey. So we strike that from the record and apologize to Alan Shearer for that.
3: (laughs) Local legend. Another one.
4: Uh, Yeah, he he has a Viello. I had a look on. So Viello is like a local bike company based up here. Yeah, they're great. And I had a look on their Instagram and he picked up his Viello in 2020 during COVID.
3: I'm sure he paid nothing for it. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Last one. Adam Sandler. Or Robin Williams.
3: Robin Williams. Robin Williams had something like a three hundred vintage bike collection. Did he? From like I Tour de, de France loved winning bikes. The Tour de France. Yeah. He, he was... Huge, huge, huge collection of like famous bikes that had like significance that had been like you know Eddie Merckx's winning bikes and things mm. like that. And it was absolutely massive. And he used to ride all of all the time. And I wish I could ride a bike with him. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love him. Yeah. If if if. There was the opportunity to pick anyone on this list to go for a bike ride, whether it be Robin Williams.
4: Correct, it is Robin Williams. And yeah, you're right, Jimmy. He had a huge collection of bikes, lots of classic ones, lots of limited edition ones, lots of like cross-discipline ones. Like he had a big chopper and like, yeah, just loads of very fun stuff. Uh, And they were all put up for auction after his death. So well done. Um, Jimmy is the winner. You got 12 and Francis got 10.
3: Just by following
1: my answers. I think you you followed my first, like four,
3: at least. Only because you you knew the answers.
1: Time for another round of overrated or underrated. I'm going to read out a list of things and you're going to tell me if they are overrated or underrated. Jake Paul.
3: Every time we start this game, (laughs) the first one drops in and I'm just like, ah. Um, So I watched the Netflix documentary and for the first time ever, I appreciated his work ethic. Um and um, I, I'm I gonna say he's underrated. Ooh,
1: I wasn't expecting that from you. I thought you would have just been like, I hate him.
3: I don't particularly like him. And I don't like a lot of his methods, but what I appreciate is he's mastered a craft and it's the same sort of craft as Tyson Fury and um, Conor McGregor. It's, he's like, he's found uh, a niche or niche for the Americans. Um, and he's just like leaning into it. He's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's he's doing. He's really successful because he's leaning into being the bad guy. Everyone wants him to get knocked out,
1: so they pay to watch it. Exactly. It's, it's,
3: and and as he's getting higher and higher caliber, everyone's going like, oh, he's going to get beaten up more, and then he doesn't. Doesn't happen. He has been beaten. Yeah. But like he he's he's playing that character, and he's doing a great job. I I I think as uh looking in from like a brand and marketing space, what he's doing is phenomenal. I don't think I would get on with him personally. I can't imagine me and him sitting down and having and, and like getting on with each other.
1: But bear in mind that's like six people in the world.
3: That I would get on with. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. But I, I appreciate what he's doing. I think he's gonna be keep getting more and more successful. Mm.
1: Underrated. Please do a bite race
3: with me. Time bikes. I I don't think they're underrated. I think they are under like marketed. Mm. I think they're phenomenal bikes. I think they're really well made. Um, I've ridden a couple now and I, I just, I love them. I think they're great. I love the, a lot about what they're doing, I think is amazing. I don't think enough people know about them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a
1: very unique uh, carbon weaving Thing. There's a video on their website which shows how it's done.
3: I don't think it's unique to them. I think Fesca do it as well. I think they're maybe the only people doing it themselves or something like that. I, I don't. I don't know enough about it, but they're, they're, I personally think they're great bikes. Yeah.
1: I would like to not give an answer until I've ridden one because I haven't.
3: Yeah. What's your perception though from what you've heard?
1: I've heard they are incredibly well made. Lifting up yours, it is incredibly heavy.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's very—it's low spec, mine though. In the grand yeah. scheme, at the yeah. what's it got the on caliber it? of bike, it's low spec.
1: Rival, rival. It's yeah. your old, right? Yeah. yeah, old rival. It's the latest rival, but it's the one off your alloy bike. Yeah. Oh, okay. With zips. Zips. Yeah. See, but like I guess it's like three but tiers, but down. then it's
3: entry level zips. Yeah. So like, yes, there's zips, but they're still going to be mm. you know heavy in the scheme of of bikes. Plus, I've never tried to make it light. No um
1: and bike way doesn't matter that as well yeah mm.
3: bags on bikes um in the in the bigger picture underrated yep in the bike packing scene overrated what does that mean well in it, it, it's almost like if you're doing a, a trip you have to put loads of bi- bike bags on your bike and it's not i think people overload overpack take too much stuff they don't need as much as they think they do so yeah, they go over yeah. the top but just as like just someone commuting on a hybrid bike, having, a, having the ability to stick some of your stuff on your bike rather than in a backpack. Oh, amazing. Just do it. You Versus go, you can, a backpack. You're going to enjoy it more. If you
1: ride to work, if you're listening to this and you ride to work with a backpack and you change that to a bag on your bike instead, you're going to have a much nicer time. You are. but By it's night and day. It's really, really big difference and lovely
3: it's it's not night and day but it's 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 pretty it is deal. i
1: can't stand riding with a backpack it's horrible i think it's a, it's the obvious choice isn't it oh i'm riding to work i'll just like sling a backpack on mm. but people don't realize how uncomfortable or oh, sweaty they don't realize the the other option yeah which is bags something yeah bags like bar bag frame bag something mm-hmm. just tail fin yes it's expensive but that would be the ultimate wouldn't it yeah, ease of if access if, if you're
3: super flush, then yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah.
1: But, but it depends if you if you need to carry a laptop and stuff like that. You basically, you're either panniers or a rack system that fits on your bike that doesn't take panniers like a tailbone. Yeah. That's the only option because yeah. it's book shaped, isn't it? Oof. Yeah. Underrated. Fluff up of the week. This is yours. This is not fair. Why is this Who put not fair? This in? Uh, Emily is no longer employee of the month. Going to have to be yeah. Bella again.
3: I, no, I suggested that. I was only joking. Um, I, the only thing I can think, or we could think of the fluff up of the week is I had a medical yesterday and I hate, I'm, I'm rubbish with needles, even though I've got loads of tattoos, it's not the same thing. And my body reacts funny to it. And I pulled a big fat whitey when I gave some blood. Um, and then I, well, actually just before it, I found out that the nurse and her husband watched this YouTube channel. So, uh, the fluff up of the week is me pulling a whitey. But the silver lining is, I can't remember your name, but thank you very much. You're amazing. You were lovely. And you looked after me. So thank me, you. What do you oh. mean by
4: whitey for those who don't understand? Everyone that? knows
3: what a whitey is, don't they?
4: I think it's, it's, it's a very British term. Is it? It's just like a little bit of a wobble, isn't it? It's just, um.
3: Well, it was a bit more than that. It's, it's <laughs> basically when your body goes into shock, your blood pressure drops, you start sweating, you feel faint. Sometimes you do faint. I, I think I just about managed to hang on to consciousness. Um. And then, you know, eventually it all passes and you feel fine. You eat a couple of sweets and you and, and, and then you sleep in the afternoon and, have a, and you're fine the next day. You know, I used to
1: get that when I, um, every time I did a bike race or a very hard training session, like, like a through and off pace line evening thing, I would stop. If I stopped too quickly after doing that, I would pass out and I went to the doctors about it and it, and then I even had MRI scans and stuff done yeah. because we like weren't sure what was happening and why was I passing out every single time I did this. Turns out it was like vasovagal syncope or vas- vasovagal syncope. Right. Get the pronunciation right. Which basically just means fainting due to your heart and blood pressure. Yeah, uh, And it's like benign and there's nothing you can do about it. And I basically grew out of it. But it's uh, quite common in younger athletes sometimes. Could you just...
3: Cool down to avoid it. Uh, yeah, I'd basically so, have to keep
1: riding. Like, keep riding, off. but
3: back it off for, like, yeah.
1: 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, so I would do a proper cool down. But if I stop too quickly, then basically... And it would... It wasn't the same feeling as, like, whiting out, which I've experienced in other areas of my life before. Same. <laughs> uh, it was the feeling, and this is the definition. Like, if you look at this up on the internet, vasovagal, vasovagal syncope, uh the feeling of impending death is what's reported. Right. And it was this weird like f- kind of fog and my vision would go blotchy and like kind of purpley gray. And then I'd have to, I'd end up lying down on the floor and I'd feel awful. And then if you like, like the quicker I lay down, the faster the blood then got flowing again. Right. Lost consciousness consciousness a couple of times. But then when I knew it was happening, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, put your legs in the air because it like gets blood to flow to your head. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just blood going everywhere else it wants to be. It Sound- needs to like be. Sounds like a whitey.
3: Yeah, pretty much. So Fluff Up of the Week is pulling a whitey, but the 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 thing we're taking away from that is it's okay. Yeah. It's not embarrassing. It doesn't oh, well. matter. It happens to everyone. It's everyone. All, it's, it's fine. <laughs> well, not necessarily in that scenario, but in a scenario. Yes. At some some point in your life you were it probably faint. happened. Yeah. And it's fine.
1: Next up is listeners takeover. And we have a question from Gabe in Washington DC. Good name. Yeah. My question for you is Do you have any cycling themed pickup lines to share? There's a woman on my group ride who I like, but I haven't had a chance to ask her out yet. Any help is appreciated. Cheers. All
3: right. My first thought is just don't use a pickup line. That's weird. Just because there's a woman on your ride doesn't mean that you should be asking her out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you know, make make sure it's like actually warranted before you start slinging at women just because they're on bikes and going like, yeah, you know, she's going to be into me because I ride a bike as well. You know, you need to pick up some other signals first and make sure it's reciprocated before you start jumping in there cycling a theme pick up lines I, I, you hit the nail on the head just don't use them yeah seconded thirded
1: should, should,
3: why didn't you try a pick up line on me uh, I don't know any what's what's your method Francis I'm Francis Kane. I'm, I'm a YouTuber <laughs> <laughs>
4: As the resident woman, I'll chime in on this as well. Yes, please do. (laughs) Um, Number one, I completely agree with Jimmy. As a woman, you end up being like a minority on a bike ride um, and sometimes get unwanted attention. Obviously, it's difficult, you know, you want to interact with people, but also understand that from her perspective. It might just be something that she encounters quite a lot and sometimes you just want to ride your bike and not be
3: bothered. Yeah, there you go.
1: Don't be weird. Ask her out and at an appropriate time. Maybe not on the bike ride. Or not at all. <laughs> just be alone. <laughs> just
3: be alone, <laughs> Gabe. Someone else. No, Poor Gabe.
1: Choose someone else? Yeah. Why?
3: Well, have we... What, should... what if they're destined to be together? Are they really nice? Is Gabe definitely a man's name? Have we just made an assumption that it's a man? Gabe is a man's name, isn't it? I've only Gabriel. ever met male Gabes, but who knows? Well, no, it's not Gabriel, is it? It's just Gabe. Hmm.
4: If it is a woman, then just shoot your shot. I, I, I Complete opposite advice, just go for it.
3: Oh, it'll, be less, oh, yeah.
4: it'll be less intimidating.
3: Yeah, agreed. But still don't use the cycling theme pickup line. Nah, it's like, or pickup lines in general. Are you gonna give me your line? yet? I what? haven't got
1: one. I haven't got one. Have you got a pickup line? You give me an example of one pickup line.
3: Emily? Did I did I did I, did I sling a pickup line at you? Mm, well me and Jimmy oh, God, first interacted we on Tinder. Right, and do you know what, Jim,
4: Tinder's great because you both it's it's like you both know why you're there, right?
1: I don't know. I've never in, I, so I have used Tinder once. And I had to call in sick to the date that I scheduled,
4: That's not which a will feat. be a
1: story for another podcast, not maybe feat. in about ten years' time. So subscribe for that.
4: Well, funnily enough, next week's guest is that woman that that you stood. That on. I cancelled on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were going to go. Uh, we were. Gonna, it was Chinese New Year, and we were going to go and go to London and see all the stuff. Never happened. Cool. <laughs>
4: Jimmy's, um, my profile said something about the fact that I was a sports reporter, which I was at the time. And Jimmy was like, oh, sports, football, disgusting. So it was very neggy is, is, is what I would say. Yeah. Why did, why'd you do that? That's just my job.
3: since turns out Emily hated it as well, thankfully. For... Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> so maybe try that. Oh, you cycle, disgusting.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh
1: we want to hear more of your dilemmas and tinder dating stories so please send them to wild Ones podcast at cademedia.co.uk that's
3: Cave- all for caveats. this episode what do not send your tinder stories to our mailbox not interested
4: do send them because i like to read the gossip do it really do it yeah
3: emily loves it okay Absolutely. there we go send your tinder stories and everything
4: embarrassing that's stories whatever
1: all for this episode before you go And get on with your day. Do us a favor. Hit the subscribe or follow button. Leave us a review if you're listening on Spotify or one of those platforms. Uh, Thank you and goodbye. 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 Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff. Shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods